to share something with you actually that I uh, that literally just today I love how PT started um, Saturday's word I believe uh, and I hope you've had time to listen back to maybe one or two of the words that PT had shared with us um, and one of the things that he started pointing out was Aitofel and how Aitofel was almost like a prophet so when we studied the word, not almost like a prophet, but had a word in season for, the, for, for, for a nation. When we study mo word most times, I hope you know we don't study word to come and teach and to come and preach. I think that is error. Not to say you shouldn't study, you must study the Bible 100%, but if you're studying to come and do a preaching, that means you haven't got a revelation or a word in season that 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 makes the word you've been studying make sense it would suggest that you're not hearing what's happening in the season for you to go away and to present back this is why this, the topic of Ayutafel was so important because what Ayutafel represented was a prophet to a nation that would speak per time and he would speak to the leaders and he spoke to David at a time pertaining what will happen next, meaning that uh, uh, David wouldn't go and open up a Bible to go and read. He would hear directly what God was saying per time through this Ayutafel. That's not even where I'm going today, but as I was sitting in the hotel this morning, I started thinking, Lord, what are you doing in this nation? And I just think it's so, so timely that PT began to speak about strategists, um, um, strategies, reform, and um, building with what's happening in Afghanistan now. I think it's so profound. Now, I'm not a fanatic in news. I'm not interested in geography. I'm not interested in propaganda. I'm not interested in all of those things. But for some reason, this particular story stood out so much to me because of where we are as a family, where we are as a nation. And it stood out to me because this is the season for us to be very strategic. This is the season for us to begin to define certain territories. This is the season for you all individually in elite for you to begin to define the undefined. So those of you that are in working environments, it's time for you to begin to define. But before you can define anything, a strategy must first be put into place. Now, the reason why I'm so interested and I'm going to share a little bit about this Afghanistan story because it so blew me away. And then as I was going home, I happened to get into a cab where the cabman was Afghanistan, was an Afghanistan man. And he educated me a little bit. I like to say this because I just thought of Ayutafel again. He educated me a little bit about what was happening. And I don't think you realized how much he blessed me. I hope I'm allowed to say this. I'm referring to a Muslim man, by the way. <laughs> the man blessed me so much because he enlightened me a little bit more as to how we begin to define and conquer. Because if you're going to define anything, it means you're also going to conquer it, right? The reason why anybody or any or, or we're supposed to define a thing is so that was so that we can conquer. 
when God said to Adam, go and name and dominate and da-da-da-da-da, what he was saying was actually define. When he said name animals, he was saying define. When you define a thing, ultimately you have the power to have control over that thing. In our own case, we are controlling, we, we are asking God to give us the power to define so that we can control things and give it back to the kingdom of God. I pray you are understanding my flow this evening already. Please stay with me. I'm going to try to go into scriptures, but I'm probably going to just bring and paraphrase some things in here and there. Everything, you, you know, most people, most governments or most structures, they don't really care about people. You know that, right? You know that. It's actually business and power they're looking for. It's business and power they are looking for. Your own case is different. The reason why the Taliban have been so successful is because they understand community. Do you know that the Taliban people are the most illiterate people in the world? Well, one of the most, one of the most, sorry, one set of the most illiterate people in the world. But their power came from unity. Their power came from community. They are a small group, yet they've been able to subdue the U.S. government, NATO, U.K., Russia, India. So then I started asking, why did all these countries even want to go there in the first place? Why do they want to have power in such a place? Because they know that Afghanistan is actually in the middle of one of some of the most powerful countries in the world. So what they try to do is have a base in Afghanistan so that they can, can control what's happening in Pakistan, what's happening in India, what's happening in Russia. But what these Taliban's decided that they wanted to do is have their own country. They didn't want democracy. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Whoever started democracy is very smart. Can I tell you why? Because with democracy, you, there's, no, there's no such thing, oh, we're going to get... There's no, nobody takes the fault in democracy. It's a man that will take the blame. And if it's a man that will take the blame, they can quickly move them out of power. In a democratic state, because there's no one to completely put blame on, people can be bombing. That's why, um, what's the guy's name? Trump can behave and break down all of Obama's system because it's a democratic state. So what, what they do, because there's no one to blame, all they can do is remove him from power. And it's almost like, what happened here? He's crashed the whole thing. Nobody really gets to blame. The guy's still walking around scot-free. It's very smart because it's business, it's power, it's money. So what these Taliban's are trying to do, actually, their principles are based on very hardcore beliefs. They're very old school. So they believe in chopping off hands if you steal. Do you know back in the day in Afghanistan, and this is what the cab guy was telling me, back in the day in Afghanistan, he said, there was, if, if you leave your bag in the middle of, or, on a side road, a week later, you will come back and meet your bag there because people were so scared of stealing. And if they found anybody stealing, they will quickly cut their hands off. It's how we do in Nigeria as well. well our own case is a bit more deep. We, we throw tire and set people alight. <laughs> if we find, we call them only. 
if you're a thief, you will throw a tire and set you alight. I'm not seeing it myself, but that's what they said happens. So what these Taliban's actually wanted to represent was to make sure they cover their people so they, they live by very old beliefs. Their, own, their biggest issue that the Taliban's will have today is the fact that they've just not modernized with a new system. However, some of their practices, practices according to their belief is actually right. So they're not bad people, but the world has understood them to be terrorists. No group of people start off trying to be bad, you know. They actually want world peace in their mind. So let me go back a little bit. Before Taliban's even became Taliban's, there was actually a group of people called the, uh, how do I pronounce this? The Muhadins. thank you, Muhadins. Now these Muhadins, they were good people, they were freedom fighters, and they were trying to get Russia out of Afghanistan. Guys, you may think that this is just me giving you history and general knowledge here. I'm actually trying to go somewhere with this. So try your best to stay with me and at least you can say that she's not as dumb as she looks, okay? <laughs> um, so there was a group called the Muhadins, and these people were freedom fighters and what they were fighting for was to get Russia out of Afghanistan so Afghanistan can lead themselves. They were successful in that. But in their success, corruption seeped in. And corruption seeped in so bad, they started raping their people, they started brutally killing their people. That's when the Taliban came. Because they said, our country cannot be like this. They actually love their women. They think that they're protecting them by not sending them into education. They think they're protecting them. They also, they also go by this very old belief that women should be home-based. Yeah. So the, their beliefs are very distorted by old views. So they came in to try and deal with the Muhadins, but in the middle of that, it came across that like as though they were terrorists because the Muhadins were almost like the saviors for Afghanistan for a while. So can you see how most most groups, most people start out with a right cause, but when power and money comes into play, corruption begins to seep in. Corruption will begin to seep in, not because anybody wants it, it's just that's what comes with power. So when we're in the word, the way we're in the word, what God is actually letting us know as a nation family is like, I'm, I'm going to give you power, but before you, um, you get this power, you've got to understand what to do with it, otherwise it too will corrupt you. Even myself as a leader, I've got to be very careful. Okay, Lord, I know you want elite, you want Pastor Nikki to define a space, but even before I get there, he's got to check, can this one manage the power that I'm going to give her? Because if she messes this up, she messes up my system. If the nation messes this up, they mess up my system. This, the world has got this whole thing. The world is it, it, crazy if, if, you wanna, if you wanna think about it. And as much as these um, Taliban's are the way they are villagers i was watching one video of them online today and they were showing them inside one of the palaces if you saw the way they behaved to, to furniture it was crazy they were looking at furniture like wow this is furniture look leg up leg this there it was madness but they're actually backed by the saudis 
They're actually backed by Pakistani. They give them money and funding for them to be Taliban's. So for 20 years, it may have looked like they had gone. What they were doing was actually strategizing. The Taliban were teaching their men. Do you know what they were even saying? They said that when, oh God, this is so mad, you know. They had sent, the Taliban's were smart enough. You see, like PT said, intelligence doesn't mean anything, you know. There are smart people in the world that have gone to school to study and they've become very, very great, but they will never know how to lead a country. I think that is cool. So what the Taliban's did, they were smart enough to send some of their men into government. So they went undercover. As soon as the current president that's gone and, and left and fled the country left, you know what they started doing? Some of the men that had gone in there undercover removed their clothes and put on their Taliban uniform. They were there all along. They were plotting, scheming. They knew that they wanted to define a new Afghanistan. They knew that it was a matter of time. Are you willing to wait 20 years to see the purpose of God fulfilling your life? In fact, not even in your lifetime, are you willing to wait? Because you know, the new set of 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 talibans i hope you know that they're actually a second generation so their forefathers didn't get to see what we're seeing today they had trained the new generation the new leaders to prepare themselves for what you're seeing on tv today are you hearing what i'm saying this this evening because these things is what you call strategy do you know the government, the news are reporting that they're killing people. Nobody's been killed there. That was not their plan. That's not what they're trying to do. But because the media need a propaganda, they need a storyline to run with that makes them look bad. And I, again, I don't know what they're doing. I'm not siding with them. I'm just looking at the story. Do you understand me, please? So I'm not siding with anybody. I'm not saying I'm a fan of before somebody comes to do me wrong. No, no, I don't know anyone. I'm a child of God. I'm just trying to show you strategy. I'm trying to show you reform. I'm trying to show you uh, building. Because these people understood it very well. In fact, again, I was listening to an interview, another interview tonight with one of the Taliban uh, soldiers. The English was pants. The, it, it, he was using words that didn't even make sense to trying to construct a sentence. And it was like, sorry, what did you say? But this guy's in power. This guy is in power. Even the interpreter was like, we can't continue this interview because we're struggling to understand and communicate. But they are in power. Let me tell you something. The US, the Russia, and Russia was even smart because Russia got out quick. They left earlier. They left about two, three years ago. Sorry, 20, 2019, they had left. They had left because they realized, well, we're wasting too much money here. Do you know, they said that they spent 36 trillion pounds in Afghanistan to try and subdue that place. <laughs> Yet, these people, not even 3.8 billion are Talibans. And they were not able to subdue illiterate people because they understood strategy. Where the US were busy thinking money, power, 
let me tell you guys, if you start searching for money and power too soon, you will miss the whole plot. Your best thing is to sit your head down and strategize. The best thing you can do is prepare yourself, build yourself up for a time that you, that takeover, um, uh, uh, that you're needed for takeover. Because it's when you least expect it. Listen, the way the US hasn't been gone 10 days and Taliban have been able to take over. This story is so deep for me, you know, and I'm only just, it, it's, it, it's really interesting me so much. I'm just looking at fight. I'm looking at what a community, once they decide and they're fully convinced in what they believe, what they are able to do. You've now subdued the whole world. The whole world are talking about an illiterate set of people. Huh? The whole world is speaking about an illiterate set of people and how they've been able to take over or they've been able to fight without even fighting physically. The Taliban, I mean the US, NATO, um, UK and everyone that's gone in there. I don't know if you remember, but as a child I remember when, um, when the war was happening between Taliban, I mean, yeah, between Taliban and the World Trade Center and all of that stuff. They even took us out of school because we didn't know what was going to happen here. Everybody was scared. We're in war. That was what, that was, we thought that was going to be the end of everything. But what they said is, that, okay, let us retreat. Let us go back into the village. The back, they said that those Taliban people, they're farmers. So they already understand the mode of shepherding. They were raising their, their flock. They were building their people quietly. Where everybody else was rushing around, greedy, trying to get money here, trying to build for themselves here, trying to do this, trying to do that. They were busy strategizing. How do we come? And I, I'm not even saying tomorrow that they won't be overthrown again, but I don't even think the US will even bother going back in there. I don't think they will bother because they spent so much, wasted so much money anyway for them to just come back into power. I'm telling you, when you're able to strategize, when you've completely understood building and reformation, you are in a position to overtake permanently. Or you will be in a position to take over permanently. There is no rush. There's no rush. For many of us now, what we should be doing is building the blueprint for another set of people. So I asked, past, I asked the leaders yesterday, I want to go back into first gen, second gen, third gen. This is before I even saw all of this, you know. It's only today I had my interest in the Afghanistan stuff. But I said, I want to see the first gen, second gen, third gen. And then the next generation again. This is why I encourage you all, please have your kids all. Don't waste, have your kids all because <laughs> they are the legacy. And I, I get why they're legacy builders now. It makes perfect sense. They are the next frontiers. So if we don't meet what we're looking for in our time, it's them that's going to make it happen. So what we should be doing is making sure the belief system of all of our people is very strong. Permit me to use this word. You must also be very radical about what you believe in. Very radical about nation family. Very radical about the things of God, the kingdom of God fundamentally. 
I've been on this scripture for the last couple of days, Psalms chapter 11, verse 3, where it says, if the foundation is faulty, what can the righteous do? And my response to that was, they can do anything because there's no foundation. What we're building in the nation family, what all the families are building is foundation. We're dealing with our roots. This time last week, I was talking to you about our roots, not realizing PT the next day will begin to speak about rooting also. Because if the foundation be faulty, what can the righteous do? They will not be able to stand. They will go helter-skelter. Can I give you something, guys, that will bless you for the rest of your life? If you want to be very successful and prosperous, find instructions you will be obedient to. Find where to be obedient. If you want to be broke and mess your life up, disobey instruction. I've just given you a key that will save your life, you know. You might have to write that down somewhere because maybe some people don't understand it. I'm clocking it now. I'm looking at certain lives and I'm asking, Lord, why is this person blessed? Why is this person this? Because I know this one doesn't pray the way I pray. I know this one doesn't even give the way I give. I know this one is not. mm -mm. But what I've seen is constant obedience or consistent obedience that's led them to prosperity. I remember one instruction that PT gave to me. He said, Pastor Nikki, if you, are, if you will be on time, I'm telling you, you will be very, you'll be very wealthy. I heard that thing and I've not played with it ever since. And now I'm beginning to see finances become available. And now I'm beginning to see little, I'm not even seeing anything yet. Or there's nothing yet. But I'm beginning to see trickles of what it could look like because of obedience to an instruction. Are you guys hearing me this evening though? As stupid and as simple as the instructions sound, that's very important. Did you get that? Not, not don't throw it in my face now. Did you get that? Yes. Okay. I need to be be sure that those of you listening heard that. Oh, this is why the Bible will even tell us things like obedience is better than sacrifice. It would tell us that. Uh huh. Obedience is better than sacrifice because what it's basically saying when you are disobedient, the sacrifice of what you have, uh, of, of being disobedient is much, is plenty. I have a case with one of your sisters now and I'm thinking this is a result of disobedience. I look at certain people that have left what we're building and I'm thinking your life is a result of disobedience. I'm telling you guys, find instruction you can obey and you will be very wealthy. You will be very prosperous. You'll be very successful and you don't have to be very smart. Guys, I am not educated, please. So I liken myself a little bit. No, no, I don't. Um, I am not educated like that. I didn't go and in fact, I guys, I've told you my first degree was whatever. But guess what? Instruction, followership has allowed me to explore avenues in my life that I've never, I never anticipated could ever happen. Like I said, if the illiterate Taliban, farmer men are able to take over like that, what more you and I? It's very possible. 
in your industries. Don't think that you are the smallest there. The Bible gave us examples in the life of Gideon to show how possible it is for you to be nothing and become something through instruction. All Gideon did was, yes, sir. Yes, Lord. Okay, Lord. I'm going to do it, Lord. And God allowed them to subdue a nation without fighting. <laughs> the Taliban have not fought anybody to get their position right now, just so you know. They did back 20 years ago. They were, they were reigning from 1996 to 2001. Yeah, 2001. And then they had their fight, but then they stopped, they retreated. They began to strategically think. I hope the presentation of this case tonight will make you think a little bit more because I sat in my room today and I just had to think about, whoa, this is mad. It's no different to what's happening even in the UK and all over the world. Every government is just looking for power and control. The fact that they're even forcing vaccine on you, I hope you know that is war. That is war. They're telling you that if you want to be in this country, this is what you're going to do. It's even worse than you being in Afghanistan. It's worse. Because at least they're trying to say this is a principle that has helped you, that will help you. Whereas this vaccine is being forced upon you so that they can control what you do. So it's the same thing happening everywhere. But again, because of propaganda, is that the right word? Propaganda. Yeah, I think it is. Because of propaganda, we are taught that what's happening there are bad people have come into power. But nobody says the bad man is trying to put the vaccine on us because the bad man is controlling the media. You know what I really want to speak to you about today is if we're going to be very strategic, you've got to understand when Bible says Satan controls the airways, that is where we must be the most strategic because that's where his influence is. He controls the airways, the media, what you see. That's why you dress the way you dress because Satan is controlling that arena. The, 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 the way you think at times, the way you eat at times, where you go to eat at times. Satan has controlled that arena because it wasn't anywhere in the Bible that you found how to eat like this. It's not. <laughs> you, you know, sis, sis. The way we chose to do our hair you didn't find it in, in Esther chapter 1. You didn't see it there, sis. You were controlled by what's happening in the airwaves. So when Satan is leading it, he's, he, right now what he's trying to do is distract everybody with what's going on in Afghanistan. Something else is being plotted elsewhere. I hope you know that. That's how this system works. So we need some serious media strategists that know how to speak a language and convey messages and send out stories and send out information that is kingdom, uh, kingdom funded. I, I don't know if that's, that's not the right word. That is kingdom inspired. That's how you wage war against the kingdom of hell. But if we are casual with our approach... If we are casual about the things that we believe in, when we ask for you to repost and like pictures, what we're saying is advance. 
This is just a by the way, by the way. I think on Saturday I'm going to treat the airway stuff. I always say that on this Saturday I'm going to treat this. I don't end up treating anything. <laughs> but it's fine. I just need us to begin to think a little bit more. Don't even get caught up by church activity. So even though we're now doing our Sundays, I'm still thinking, okay, Lord, we're doing this, but what are you saying still though? Don't let me miss you in all of this. Don't let me miss your instruction. Teach me what is the mode for, for, for the elite family? What is it that you are doing with the nation family? What is the plan that you've given to PT? What is it and how do we fit in? How do we make it work? How do we advance the kingdom of God? And this is why your soul winning is so important, guys. Because I just showed you right now, if there's anything that you're going to be, uh, you're going to build very well, it's because you have the backing of people. Remember, I told you, I shared this with you a while ago. Whatever you build will come back in turn to build you. Those Taliban's clocked something about building their people. It's now blessing them. They built their generation that came up after them so much so that it's come to build them back even while they're dead. So when the Bible says that there's, since there is a great cloud of witnesses, what they were saying is, oh my God, I love that scripture. Hebrews chapter 12. Since therefore there is a great cloud of witnesses. Um, let me read it to you. Therefore, since we are surrounded, I like this version. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. What it was saying is there is that our ancestors have marked out a race for us. Our job was to continue, <laughs> carry the baton, they are watching. Though they may not be here, they are still here. This is why the blood of Abel still speaks. This is why Hebrews chapter 11 still speaks. This is why Abraham still lives today. Why? Because his lineage has continued. It's been perpetuated down into our generation. Are you understand what I'm saying this evening, guys? Or is it too, 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 too much? To define actually means to govern. To define a space actually means you must govern it. Now, if, it, if, if, if they're saying govern, right? Did you not see in Genesis chapter 1, when God gave man the mandate? Let's read it and let's see what the Bible says. This is so important. All of you that are working in various fields, and I was talking to Pastor Diola today, and she inspired me a, a, a little bit more when she was talking about her work environment. She said, Ma, I think I'm just there because I, I clocked something from PT. He said that we're going into banking. And, and my background is actually not in banking like that, like that. Um, uh, but because that I know that we're trying to build our nation bank, I think I'm there strategically. The moment she's clocked that, she doesn't even understand what she said today. Because, you know, who else said that? Pastor Bookie. That's how she was able to subdue the CEO. So I then asked her, I said, Ma, what's, what's, the, um, 
what's the proximity to the CEO? Is it someone far? Is it? No, she said, it's just one woman like that. I said, wonderful. She then said, I'm organizing interns for people to come and work in my workplace. She's also going to be going to do talks. I said, wonderful. The time will come. Just be planning. Just be plotting. Just be strategic. Even find out what kind of perfume does this CEO like. I just randomly send it to her one day. Just be plotting. There'll be a day when she will need to strike. Are you hearing this, guys? Because this is powerful, you know. Otherwise, we'll be working in places just to be there. Some of you for now are doing production just to raise seed, and that's fine. But like I said to one of your sisters, to Pastor Beffery, I said, don't worry. Don't. She said, oh, I'm going to go and get a job in Nike. I said, Nike. The same Nike that when I was in year 11, everybody ran to go and work in there. I said, you're mad. You will sit here and clean this house until the time comes for you to get the job you need to be in. And don't worry, the house will support you, even if you have to eat Indomie with no, with no seasoning, just the, the raw one. That's fine, you're going to do that until you get the job you need to get. And because she's a giver, because she's obedient to instruction, God had to give her the job she went to apply for. Do you see how these things work? Because he's now saying that this one, if she can, oh my God. <laughs> if she can be obedient to this instruction, then if I need nation builders, she will have to be one of them. So I need her in that area. I need her in that field. I'm going to give her the job because I know the job will not be about her. I know it will be about me. Look for where you can find instructions to be obedient to. They will open a door for you. You don't understand, guys. Oh, God. Ah! I got onto the leaders yesterday and I said, this is the last time I'm going to tell anybody about lateness. I don't care if you are stuck in Timbuktu. You get on my leaders call on time and you get to service on time. End of story. Because it's not going to be you as to be the reason why I'm going to be broke. No way. <laughs> That's too costly. Please, let's read it where it told the mandate was there when, when we spoke, spoke about the mandate. Go on. So God created mankind in his own image. Uh -huh. In the image of God, he created them. Mm. Male and female, he created them. Yeah. God blessed them and said to them, mm -hmm. be fruitful and increase in number. Yeah. Fill the earth and subdue it. Did you hear this? Subdue is a form of define. It's defining. So what you find certain governments trying to do now is actually try to become Adam. It's your own. And if you can't find Adam in you and I, he will allow those people to govern. I hope you know that. Because his, his, word, will have to, his word remains. And he will use any available vessel per time until he finds his men. So don't think, you're, don't, be, don't be in a rush. Now I understand don't rush. Because it could take 20 years. It could take 2,000 years. But it will happen. So far we've got the strategy right. So far we've got the, 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 the building right. So far we understand reformation. Until we get those things, we ain't doing anything, guys. So you've got to be patient enough. To understand your own call and your own particular assignment that is part of this bigger assignment so that we can all be able to be in positions that God needs us to be in.
Can I tell you something else that is so mad? <laughs> Any of you know Tony Blair? Do you remember Tony Blair? Tony Blair was one of the prime ministers. I think he, he was running from... It was Labour from, from 1994, maybe, during that time. Tony Blair, yeah. 1997, thank you very much. Tony Blair was running from 1997. Tony Blair was actually called a war criminal. Why? Because he sent men to a country to go and start wars and started killing innocent people. That's what Tony Blair did. You know him. Okay. Can I tell you what Tony Blair is doing now? This is the war criminal, by the way. Killed innocent children, lives, killed everybody. Can I tell you what Tony Blair is doing now? Tony Blair gets shipped privately to Afghanistan, the place he killed innocent people, to speak to the leaders there oh my God. about leadership and gets paid millions to speak to them. Can you see democracy? Nobody gets the blame. Nobody gets the blame. I'm telling you, whoever decided this democracy works is a very smart guy, Sha. This guy should be in jail. In fact, he should be on death row. He should have been on death row. Yet, the same country you killed their people, they're actually saying, oh, maybe you were right to even do that. Come and talk to us about how you even considered these things. Come and talk to us. And they pay him. Big money. It is madness, guys. Madness. He goes to the Middle East, all over the Middle East, to go and give big talks, big lectures about world reform. Because he too had his own ideology. He too had his own thoughts about how he could take over the world. But somebody saw something and thought, mm. he had his own ideology. And these people saw that he was trying to do something. He was trying to lay a message. And that message could almost look terrorist-like, but it's not. It was trying to lay a message. And unfortunately, some civilians will have to carry the cost with their lives. If you read your Bible very well, you will see similar patterns there, though. You will see it. So don't be shocked by what you see today. Somebody's probably saying tonight, man, this is not word though. This is, we wanted to hear about the sons, of, the sons of Issachar. This will help you more, I'm telling you. This will help you to be more strategic in your approach now. When you're in your working environments, you will know to calm down. Some of you, you were going in there before like, well, yeah, 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 and we're going to take over. Yeah, nah, not like that. It is strategy. You better go and bury yourself a little bit and build your capacity up with the family, with the community. I think PT said this to Pastor Genevieve as well, one of the Sundays. He said, the reason why you had to start the pharmacy and it started off well, you're making some money and then it had to crash is because it wasn't in a system. I don't know if you guys had heard that and I hope she heard it. She must have heard it. It wasn't in a system. 
So it would be like she would have become her own millionaire for herself by herself and be, she, without even knowing it. She would have just been oppressing us. Not because she wants to, but just, it just would have been. But now, in a system, it would be we are creating a pharmacy that you will lead. That's how it will look. I don't know if she heard it. I don't know. And I hope she did hear it. It was three Sundays ago, maybe. Three Sundays ago. I think so. I think so. But it can't be that. It's community. It's our work. And this is why I loved seeing... They did... Oh, thank you. Thank you. She's on. I did, ma'am. This is why I loved seeing the girls out on Sunday. Not because of what they were wearing, because I, I disapprove of some of the fits that were unfitting. Um, but what I loved by what I saw was the unity. I saw houses come together. I saw the house of grace, house of family, house of faith. Unfortunately, there's only guys in the state house, so that's whatever. Come together as sisters. Do you know the, the kingdom of hell is angry with such things? Angry. Young black women, happy together. I sit up on social media that you must oppress each other. Why are you getting along? He's angry. You are laughing and smiling together. I made sure, I thought I made sure that you will be jealous of you and you will fight you and you will like this one's boyfriend and you, I, I set that up. But because of the system that we've created in the nation family, 20 plus girls can be in one restaurant where they have to clear out a whole room for you to be in because of unity. What? Most restaurants now, they have table of four because they, they, they understand this unity. Back in the day, they had banquet tables. That's how they feast, because of unity. This society is table of two. If you book anything more than six, they will ask you questions. They say, why are you together? Why are so many of you together? You're not even hearing what I'm saying. You don't understand how mad this is. It is control and power that people are looking for. This government, do you know what they're going to do next? Everything is going to go cashless. Everything will soon go cashless. Give it another 10 years or so. Everything, even that is too far, far gone. Everything will go cashless. And it will go cashless so that they can trace your every movement. Even now, when you're trying to transfer, they will say, ah, sis, 2K went to Stephen's account. Who is Stephen? Why is it going to his account? We've just seen that Stephen goes to so-and-so's school at this time of the day. They're, they're big brother in you. There is control and power they are looking for. But if God can find an elite set of people that will come out of that confines and be bold enough to advance the kingdom of God, we create a new system. We create a new world. And in that world, we define how things go. And we define it not based on our carnal principles, but we define it based on what God's will is for this earth. Do you understand what I'm saying tonight? Some restaurants, you can't even go to them with, they, they, they say, we don't accept cash in. We, we, don't, we don't take cash. Where was I the other day? And I had, I had words of cash in my hand. They were even shocked that people still roll around with cash. Sorry, sis, we, we, don't, we, we can't accept the cash. We only take, take card. I said, is that a permanent feature? He said, yeah, it's permanent. 
So I said, I'm sorry for you because part of your tip was in this cash. It's then when he went to say, let me speak to my manager. I said, you useless somebody. You need to understand how this world works so that you can work it for the sake of what God is doing per time. You have to understand it. Don't be too busy, caught up in trying to build yourself. I'm studying this, I'm studying that, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Relax, sis. It's not your intelligence. It's not what you know. It's not your first class. Even though we need the first class, because the other thing that we even discovered about these Taliban is that they, 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 they don't want their women to be in education. So they said, even though they've changed their mind now, according to the interview I heard tonight, at a time, they didn't, after the age of 8 or 12, their women were no longer allowed to be in education. Yet, they wanted their women to have children. But they were saying that they only want women doctors to treat their pregnant wives. But the question would be, how would we have women doctors if you won't let them study? Do you see how that is so backwards in thinking? So they too had to go back and strategize. Actually, that's not a right concept. So what they're saying now is that actually women can go to, to, um, to, to, to school. Women do need to be educated so that they can give birth to our children. So even as you grow with your strategy and understanding uh, what God wants for us now, you will be learning things per time that will not only advance, but will revolutionize your approach to nation building. It was something that I discussed with Pastor Daniel and I've discussed with the leaders a few times as well. He said, anything that you cannot do for God, sorry, excuse me, anything that you cannot do for man or your brother, your leader, anything you cannot do for your leader, i.e. a Pastor Daniel or a Pastor Nikki or whoever, a Pastor Toby, guess what? You will never be able to do it for God. So God is actually testing man according to the leaders that are around per time, you know? And so I used the scripture yesterday and Pastor Ganyat helped me find it. Matthew 25. Matthew 25. I think verse 34. When the Bible began to speak about he said, verse 34. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you, invested, you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. Yeah. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Yeah. Then the righteous will answer him. When, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Mm. Or thirsty and give you something to drink? Mm. When did we see you a stranger and invite you in? Or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? Yeah. Then the king will reply, truly I tell you, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. In essence, he was saying that whatever you've done for the people around you was actually me. So if you cannot do for a Pastor Nikki or a Pastor Toby or uh, your leaders, your house leaders, you will not do it for God. And God knows it because God has put them in the position of him. 
And so he says there, he said there, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. The reason why this is so important and I had to bring this up is because more time, the instruction is not going to come from God direct. It will, God, it will come from these people. And you'll be thinking, why do I have to do this? Why is it? That's actually God speaking, you know. And God will look at you and say, well done for responding because that was me. Then he says later on, he says, then he will say to those, those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed into eternal fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was hungry and you did not invite me. I needed clothes and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison and you did not look after me. They, all, they also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? He will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did not do for the one, for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. Did you hear that? So when your leaders are actually asking you to do something and you're saying no, do you know you're preparing yourself for, <laughs> they'll tell you in Christian church, lake fire, hell fire. You're preparing yourself to enter eternal fire. And that eternal fire isn't that you're going somewhere. You will see it here on earth. You will find that finance is crashing. You will find that you will just... I'm trying not to use a case now. You will end up in funny relationships and funny situations will happen out of those relationships. You will find that you just live a cursed life. You will meet funny people. And this is why I said to some of your leaders yesterday, stay away from people that have left the nation. Don't discuss their business. It's not your business. Leave them alone. Can you leave here and you've gone and messed yourself up and you're, you'll be talking about it? What? You are just as bad as they are. Anybody, let me, mom, what? Anyone living in my house, and I mean this, anyone listening to me right now, and you think it's okay to run back to people that don't live here and talk stuff, don't be here. It's not going to work for you. You will be very miserable. Mark my words. That goes for any of the houses. It's a sign of disobedience. Somebody has left you, as in the nation, basically saying, I don't believe in what you believe in, meaning we can't be affiliated, yet you're still talking to them. Why? No, no. You're not part of the strategics. You're the ones that is actually breaking down what we're building because you make our work look little when you do such things. You make it look irrelevant and laughable when you're fiddling with the ones that God has done away with and they're getting to themselves into nonsense. Things I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, I said, don't bring that dirty news into my ear ever. Don't ever come to me with anyone's rubbish. Don't you dare try that. Don't do it. You will meet a nasty Pastor Nikki and it won't be good at all. Don't try that. Anyway, the reason why I had to emphasize that point is because your leaders at times will give you certain instructions. Those instructions are actually supposed to aid you and supposed to prove that God exists through your leaders for the sake of your life because he's not coming down on a cloud he's put men in position to lead 
He wants to define every sphere in life from uh, media to education to business to uh, all manner of things. He wants to define, but he's looking for the man that he can qualify to define those places. And it's not based on your intelligence. It's not even based on how much you pray, you know. It's not even based on how much you, 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 you uh, 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 even give, let me be honest. Though those things are all very important because they are part of the building, but you first have to check heart. I really hope you are hearing all. I hope you are hearing. Very important. What God is trying to do for, with us is bigger than we, than we actually anticipated is bigger than we anticipated. You don't understand, like it's big. And I thank God for allowing me to see this situation with Taliban. What's my business with Taliban? In my head, I'm thinking, what's the next Louis Vuitton drip out there? But he said, no, look, look what he said. You know, actually, <laughs> mad. He said, Nikki, listen to this. This is mad, you know. Just get the, 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 the backdrop of what's happening here. Clock something. Because this is everything that PT has been saying. Live in action. Everything you've heard this weekend, you've seen it live in action. When PT speaks now, I've got to pay triple attention. Triple. And remember, I always say this, whenever you hear a word, find the instructions that come into the word and act on it very quickly very quickly because these are the things that will help the strategy um, that we have as a family grow quicker it will allow us to take formation quicker so no longer am i studying bible to say oh let me quickly i've got to speak to elite tonight on tuesday evening let me quickly open psalm chapter da, da, da. no 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 not that i've ever done that anyway no but aitofel will come and speak pertaining, uh, it will speak at a time. That's what PT does for us, you know. He comes to speak God's mind to us, God's thoughts to us, so that we, with the, all the word that we know, we're able to relay it back so that it's relevant to our generation now. Remember last week or two weeks ago, PT began to speak about David, how he did something in his generation. I can't remember where it is in scripture somewhere. He said, and he did it in his generation. God is interested in this generation. And he says, well, if you don't make it, I'm going to go to the next and the next and to the next until I find my men. This is why it's so important that we don't break the system that we have right now with all the houses, with leadership, the ranking of leadership. Don't mess that up. Don't be a wife, wives, that leadership cannot talk to you. It, it, will, it will be very wrong. Don't be a wife that you are setting your way because you will mess your husband up. Don't be a wife that cannot take correction. I, I was telling them the other day, thank you very much, Acts 13. We, we may not even need to read it, but you know, how, okay, I've, I'm here now, so I'll quickly read it. Yeah, it says, now when David had served his, God, God, I'm reading from verse 36 though. Yeah, verse 36 is what I'm looking for. Now when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, 
Acts 13, 36, not 22, 36. I was telling the leaders the other day, I got a message at two in the morning about, uh, two in the morning, and it was very simple. Like, it, it, it didn't need to say much. It was just, um, I just said, I'm removing it. I could read into the um that was put there with the thing that was sent to me. I, will, I don't want to get into too much about that, but I'm just saying. As soon as I saw it, I, I jumped and quickly did what I needed to do because I want to be able to be corrected. In fact, the reason why anyone will actually be corrected is because they are growing. Do you know that? If you find that people have stopped correcting you and stopped telling you stuff anymore, it's because they've left you to your own devices. But if you're able to still respond to constructive criticism, forget constructive criticism, that's what the world's are. correction, it's because you are growing. It's like a child when we say, don't do that. We say, don't do that because we know you're growing. So we've got to let you know what you can and cannot do so that you can be the perfect adult. But the minute you're not hearing that anymore, a leader can't tell you to stop talking to this person outside. We've left you and we'll see the state of you and your house and the people around you. We will see it. And please, guys, don't think she's talking about me. Yeah, I'm talking about you, sis. You know me already. I don't mince my words. It's you, sis. It's me too. 100% me first, in fact. All these things will help us lead the best next generation of people. That is what God is interested in right now. So this is your time to focus. This is your time to get your head down and be strategic like never before. And if you're trying to figure out what is the strategy though, I don't get what am I supposed to be doing? Go back and listen to those four days of word because I think God was, it was so, it was so unplanned and impromptu that it was clear that God was trying to urgently say something. So for the last four days, that's all I've been doing, replaying it, replaying the word from PT, replaying it. Even now, Cassie was massaging my back, even though I was snoring during the half of it. That's the truth. But I'm replaying it again. What were you saying there, sir? I didn't understand that part. What were you trying to say? What are you trying to say? If you are not doing that, you will struggle. It's the truth. You will struggle. Have you taken something from tonight, guys? It's been an hour and an hour because I came on late, didn't I? Have you taken something from tonight so I can leave you? Have you taken something from tonight? Everybody in your various fields now, I want you to be strategic. I want you to think, why am I here? Why has God sent me to the healthcare? Why has God put me in media? Why has God put me in banking? Why has God put me in uh, social work? Why has God put me there? It's because he wants to define and he wants you to do it. But he's not going to allow you to do it until you've, until you've been defined. And the definition of a thing will suggest that it needs some chiseling. Have you seen a defined shape? 
it suggests it needs to be chiseled into shape. So he says, I want to define, but I've got to make sure a Chris is defined, a Nikki is defined, a, a, a Domicella is defined before I can use her also to define. Because you will, never even under, you will never even relate with definition until you've met definition yourself. Did that make sense? I said, you will never be able to define a thing or know what a def or, or, or defining a thing looks like if you haven't met it first yourself in your own life. Meaning that if, it, if, if definition hasn't come to meet you and deal with you, you can't use definition to define a thing. Please study those four days of word that we've had. There are nuggets that you may have missed. When you replay it back, you'll be like, oh my days, I get that now. Especially Friday, is it Friday? Thursday, Thursday. That word was next level though. And then even when PT began to speak about Eve, oh my God, that is mad. How Eve didn't understand death or didn't know death because it wasn't defined to her. Ah! Where did you get that from? Is that not like the Aitofel coming with something that's beyond? That's not something you can get from reading this. Well, you'll get it from reading this because, but there's a deeper revelation. Remember, I keep telling you guys, be, behind every scripture, there is a message there. Madness. I said, where did you get that? What? So death wouldn't even mean anything to her because it's not been defined. You know what? Poverty cannot mean anything to me because it's, I've not defined it. That's my own submission tonight. Poverty cannot mean anything to me because I've not defined it. I don't want it. I don't even know it. I mean, it doesn't exist. But the one they call wealth, eh -heh, I understand that. It's the one I need, I want. Take something from those words. Go grab something and be like, whoa. Whoa, I did not define my leader. I did not understand who she is in my life. I didn't get it, but I want to get it. I tell you this, you know, God is so fantastic, guys. I can't lie. Oh, God damn. No, sorry, no, no. God, he is fantastic, you know. God will shock you. There was a time when people were running away from elite at a time because they thought they could find intelligence elsewhere. It didn't work. <laughs> Some... Sha, people are coming home more. That's all I want to say, Sha. It did, he said he uses the foolish things to confirm the wise. Please, do away with your culture do away with what you were taught from your father's house. Get into the father's house and he will show you that he can raise you from the pit to the palace, as the hope dealers will say. I use me as your leader as an example. At least you can see something in her life, something, Sha. Like I said, there was no way I would speak like this before. It was Pastor Daniel we left to do all the talking. He was the one preaching. 
And I, who was I sharing with Pastor Priscilla today? I said, I was very happy in the kitchen doing my thing, cooking and back, 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 back. And even now, I know the Lord is still dealing with me in the area of growth and understanding him more. So even when I, they ask me to do word charge, I'm like, I don't like doing those word charges. because I can't speak for 10 minutes. I need like an hour. I don't get it, but I see what PT is doing. He's actually doing it so that we can correct ourselves as leaders. So that we can get it right. No, I've given you 10 minutes. Get your message out in 10 minutes. Stop faffing around. You're too unfocused. You're too distracted. That's what he's trying to do. What manner of man is that? I don't get I, I don't get it. God is so good. That's all I need to say. God is very good. He's using the foolish thing to confirm the wise. You were taught by, by your parents' education that this, way, this works that way. One of your sisters came to me and said, my mom is going to buy me a car. She's going to buy me a house. She's going to do all these things. I said, eh. I gave her an instruction, mind you. I said, go here. Go and, sub go and submit under this leader. Stay there. Did it. She decided that her mom would do. Come and see what disobedience has done for her. Come and see. These things just let me know that we're on the right track. It lets me know that what I'm saying as a leader, though it may be tough to swallow at times, it's right. And it does work. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Look for the instruction. If your house leader has told you to go and do this or asked you to go and do that, don't fight them. I... I openly submit myself to, to Pastor Daniel in certain areas. I will always go to him and ask questions. I say, sir, is this okay? That's for me as Pastor Nikki. It may not work for you because that's not the order. Do you understand that? So, so uh, I was asked, um, who, do you look to, who do you go to that says maybe or no? I said Pastor Daniel and Domicella for social media. Anything that goes on my page, anything that goes, it's Pastor Daniel and Domicella. He said, then you're safe. The response was, then you're safe. And I clocked why he said that. Because he can trust the judgment of those people. He's seen loyalty in those people. He's seen obedience in those people. He knows that those people understand the, la the, na the nation language. Okay, I'll leave it there tonight. Uh, you've already agreed that you've learned something, which is fantastic. God is good, guys. Your giving is essential. Your leaders will be pushing you every day towards your target. Let's not mess it up. Guys, like I said, you know that. I don't know how much it was, but they were, t they were saying that Saudi, and they used the word sowed, by the way, It said they sold so-and-so million into the Taliban move. I said, huh? I said, what? And we're, we're trying to mobilize for 100 pounds. I can't breathe. We, we. <laughs> it said that the Saudi government sold so-and-so million into the Taliban move. Do you know what they sowed into? They sowed into a community. 
This is why Nigeria is so corrupt. Nigeria, what they did was they were also getting backed by certain people. You know, people in Russia give to some of the people in Nigeria, but you will never know. They back them, they take the money, embezzle it for themselves, for themselves, by themselves. You guys have got to build a bigger system. You're giving is everything right now because it's part of a building. You are frontiering a work that represents God. Do you understand the magnitude of that? Don't play with your giving at the end of the month, guys. In fact, forget end of the month. Don't play with your daily, weekly giving. And for those of you that have been uh, successful with that grant, don't even play with that as well. Don't think, let me just say I didn't get it. You know, yeah, just because they had a mess up there. I didn't get it. <laughs> they wouldn't even know because I, they would, ah, 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 ah. Let's see. Let's see. Keep it and let's see. Let's see. Let's see. That's not even a, I'm just saying, let us see. Obedience is better than sacrifice. May the Lord bless you all. May he keep you all. May he strengthen you from the inside out. There is nothing that you will lack in this lifetime because he has you. May the word that you keep hearing, may it fortify you from the inside out. From today onwards, may the Lord regard you as a solid soldier in his camp that he can entrust with the word from Aitofel on how to lead a generation. I pray that as you wake up for your 6 a.m. prayers and you're laboring in the spirit, what you are doing is beginning to invoke the Lord to trust you with his heart's desires. I pray that you will have an appetite to receive word as instruction. You will be able to have the appetite to see, receive correction as building. You will have the stomach to retain the word. To accept the word, but to also give the word. I'm praying for that for you. I'm praying for that for you. And for myself and for the whole nation. None of us will be found lacking. None of us will be found undefined. None of us will be defined by another system. None of us will be subdued or governed by a system that negates and, and nullifies the kingdom of God. None of us here. Every single one of you, for you from the coders, from Joseph the coder, all the way to uh, Domicella and Media, you will be those that define the spaces God has given to you. You will be. That is my prayer for you tonight. None of you will be found missing. None of you will be found undefined. None of you will be found outside of the garden. May the Lord bless us all. May he keep you all. Praise God. Praise God.